Head coach Jeff Collins, coach, if you could open up with a brief statement about the first day of spring. Sure. Ball. Well, I do know Demo is here today, so we should have preloaded this as Demo introducing me, but I guess we'll, <laughs> I guess we'll make do with Mike Flynn. Uh, it was fun to be back out here on the grass, uh, a little inclement weather, so we kept mostly everything inside today. Uh, a little team run, team force, we went outside, but most everything was in the indoor. And uh, just where we are now, 343 days uh, from the last year's start of spring practice, it is night and day. I just went over some stats of the guys, uh, how efficient we were in our work today, how many reps we got in team run, team force, uh, in seven on seven today. Uh, we got 40 plays in in nine minutes and 38 minutes, which is pretty good. So just understand the tempo, the pace that we practice at, um, just everything, uh, just from day one since we've been back in January, we are light years ahead. Uh, of where we were this time last year and then even more so showed uh, when we got out on the field today. So just they, they've had a really good offseason. Uh, I've said it a lot. Our team is built and forged and made in January and February. And the things the guys did work ethic wise, Coach Corrala and our outstanding strength staff did with this football team. Uh, they earned they earned all the gains that they had with their size, with their strength, uh, bench press. Uh, this time last year, we had three people in the organization that could bench press 225 pounds over 20 times. One of those was our 188 pound strength coach. Now we have six guys that bench press 225 over 30 times. Probably a little under half the team can do it 20 times. So just the work ethic, uh, the size, the strength, all of those things uh, is starting to look the way we want it to look around here. And uh, just excited about the way the guys practice, came out here, regardless of the weather, and put the ball down and play. So, questions? Can you talk a little bit about the numbers and the single digits, uh, guys resetting their numbers? So we've got probably numbers-wise, there's over 100 guys uh, that are out here and uh, just excited about how they're coming out here, attacking everything and, uh, you know, playing at a high level, being a great, uh, you know, great teammates, great team leaders, all those kind of things. I meant like... Uh, oh, I know what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of talked about last year and this year kind of being, you can't really compare the two. Do you feel like having gone through kind of everything that y'all did last year and just laying the foundation of everything, do you feel like now that that has all been done, that's all been done away with, that you can accelerate at a quicker pace that you want to? Yeah, we, I mean, we've done that. I mean, we're so far ahead. And we come in there and we explain how we do team run, team force. You guys saw it. Last year, we had to practice, practice. Obviously, we couldn't use footballs. We couldn't get in formations. But we would have to go and explain how we do each drill, and then we would do it up-downs. So we would do half-gassers. This year, we didn't have to do that. We worked all the way up until Saturday morning at 5.01 a.m. We were working with our team without having to worry about how we practice because our guys understand it. They know that we go from team run to team force, team force to team run, and what those transitions are. We go two spot, they understand those transitions. We go special team circuits where every single player on our team is getting individual technique reps at every single phase of special teams. You're not having to draw a roadmap and walk them through it. They hit it, they attack it, we run, we move, and we get a lot done. And uh, so, I mean, it's, it's a fun group to coach. There are a lot of great guys. Obviously, they're highly intelligent, and uh, they've picked up things very quickly. Uh, but culturally, where we are 343 days since last spring ball is, is light years ahead. Because you're not having to explain what's next, can it be more of a player-driven team? When it's what we're working on. So that's what we've been making sure. You guys saw me 
I brought the leaders and some of the captains up uh, more so today than I normally would just to illustrate the point that we just had a 10 minute seven on seven period and we got 40 reps in. That is the expectation. Make sure that is the expectation in every single thing that we do. Um, and so just to illustrate those points, when we went, uh, team moved the field, we got a bunch of reps, team run, team force, all those things. Uh, it's, it's pretty cool to see. You had the early enrollees in a grad transfer. Yeah. How they adapted yeah. to the new system. Yeah, really good. Um, I thought, and I've said it, I think, in the past, but I'll say it again. Um, one of the biggest compliments when I asked David Curry and Chris Martin, toward the beginning of February, early, uh, late January, I said, how are the new guys assimilating into our culture? How are they fitting in, buying into our culture? And the best quote that I heard was, coach, they are the culture. They were recruited for an entire year, exactly what this place is. Everything that we put on social media um, is an actual representation of who our locker room is, who our culture is, what we believe in. They chose to come to Georgia Tech because of those principles, and they live it and they breathe it. And uh, that, I thought that was a really good compliment for those guys. Um, obviously, the football piece, all of this part is brand new. Uh, but the workouts and all those things, they did a great job. And uh, we have a Big Brothers program, so they kind of take them through and make sure they're on the same page at all times. Um, but it, it's it's a really good group. How did Tobias help you get another chance to see him? Yeah, I did. So in Indy and then the drills looked really good. Um, excited for him because um, at that position, he's going to play corner uh, throughout spring. Just he's able to affect the game on every single play. Um, obviously, he has you know, unbelievable physical gifts, um, but he is such a competitor. And obviously, it'll be more when you know I'm able to watch the tape this afternoon. But just his attitude, his mindset, who Tobias Oliver has been this entire offseason, January and February, is everything we want in a Georgia Tech football player. He's an unbelievable teammate, has great work ethic, great attitude, positive energy every time he comes into the building, uh, does things on his own to be a great player. There he is, probably one of the last ones off the field right there. Um, really excited about him uh, in this program. You flipped Jerry and Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. Can you kind of talk about the decision? Sure. So that, that was that was on them. They they came to me and asked if they could do it, um, and I thought you know it was great for both of their you know personal professional development, and it's something they're both excited about doing. Um, I still see a point in time where we do get Jerry some carries, um, but I, I'm excited for both of them. Both have had a great attitude um, throughout the off season and uh, getting out and on here doing it. You know the things are going to be moving really fast, especially for Jerry early, but. High character kid, high, highly intelligent kid. Uh, I think he's going to do really well um, once he gets, you know, a couple more practices under his belt. With a guy like Antonius, you know, he didn't play a single down sure. last year, but I think I believe that he was a leader, captain. Sure, sure. Yep, yep. What have you kind of seen, not just from him, right. since? last season ended and kind of understanding that his role sure so I, the the neat thing is i've got such a long history with antonius uh, i've known him since he was about 16 years old and uh just to see how he's matured how he's grown uh, how he took last season's um you know setback that you know thinking he was going to be eligible and then he wasn't and the way he handled with class the way he worked every single day was an unbelievable teammate uh supported the other guys at the position 
came to work every single day to help make Zach Quinney and Jack the Four better every single day. Um, really proud of him as a man, and uh, you know, I knew him since he was a you know a high schooler, and now to see him going into his senior year in college, I'm just glad I get to be around him every day. And I think you could say the same thing for Derek Allen. You could say the same thing for Marquez Ezard. How they handled last season under what I imagine is you know uh, some circumstances that you know they they didn't choose. But they came out every single day and were great guys, great members of this football program, and uh, just excited to see them uh, develop when, as we go through spring ball. A couple more for Coach. Yeah, Sorry. Go Tori and then Going off of, this is a little bit off topic, but it's the first time we get to talk to you about Jameer Gibbs. Sure. Um, what was that relationship like between Tashard Choice and Jameer Gibbs? Because that was really what he sure. said. Sure, sure, absolutely. Um, I think all of our position coaches, we talk about to recruit to your position. Uh, obviously, we have areas that we recruit as well at a very high level. And uh, But I just think it was very special. Very early in the recruiting process this time last year, we designated Jameer Gibbs as our number one running back of all the running backs in the country. And he was our guy. We knew he would fit in here uh, very well. Uh, his skill set, his drive, his determination, all of those things. And we had him as number one. And he committed to us, I think it was in June, uh, and was able to stay solid with us the whole way through. And I think Tashar Choice and the whole coaching staff did a great job with that relationship and building layers um, you know, of relationships around him. And uh, you know, we're lucky you know, that, that he's coming to choose uh, to come play for. So just excited about him, as well as all the other signees uh, that chose to come here as well, and the mid-year guys. So it's, it's really cool. Kelly and then Maria. Okay. You had Charlie with you in the Yeah, yeah. What uh, facilitated moving Yeah, so, I mean, that's it's really a natural fit for him and what we do schematically last year because we had only inherited, uh, I think, three linebackers. Uh, Charlie had to be unselfish and play some Willie linebacker, and he played it at a very high level for us. Um, but just for his professional development, um, life after what he's done playing for us, you know, it was important for him to make that move. Uh, you know, we fully support it any time one of our players, you know, has a natural disposition to feel like they can contribute and have life uh, in this game after they leave here. We want to maximize that potential. Same thing with Bruce Jordan Swilling, same thing with Jerry Howard, because um, we're all in for the development of our players. And, uh, you know, if he sees himself as a nickel Sam linebacker, um, you know, we're excited to see him develop at that position. And, uh, you know, he's had a good winner, really good winner, actually, and are just proud of him, his maturity and his development. Um, and I think his, his really positive attitude throughout is us respecting his wishes and giving him a chance to do, you know, what he sees himself being able to do here and at the next level. Can you talk about James Graham, what your expectations are for him and what it's been like, how beneficial it is to have an elevated level of competition? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, the big thing with us is we want to make sure that um, everybody that, are, that it plays for us in this organization is an unbelievable teammate. They work extremely hard. They study on and off the field um, and make sure they're performing every single way at a very high level. The first thing he's got to do is be a great teammate. You've seen him over the last two months really take pride in that and elevating that. His study habits have improved, uh, doing extra in the film room, all of those things. Um, and I do think, you know, Jordan Yates has had a really good offseason. 
obviously Tucker and Jeff coming in here as mid-year guys, um, you know, as two of the best, you know, high school quarterbacks in the country, uh, choosing to come play quarterback for us. You know, that's going to elevate everybody's game. Competition, you know, is very important in this program. And as you elevate the the talent level at every position, the competitive nature rises for you to get playing time to still be above the line. And I think he's taking pride in that. The maturity process too. I mean, we got to We can't forget he was a redshirt freshman last year. Now he's going into his redshirt sophomore season. You know, lessons that he's learned, things that he can grow upon that he might have made mistakes last year. You know, those have been elevated um, at a high level, and especially having having new competition, uh, you know, helps that. But really, but really proud of him in the off season. I know that Brenton and Wesley weren't here. What's their status? Yeah, they'll. I mean, they're. Uh, you know. <laughs> Offensive line-wise, you have a lot more numbers than you finished last year with. And that, yeah. How good does that feel? It's great. We had four uh, mid-year guys offensive line. You know, we're, we made sure that uh, we keep elevating that position. Um, you know, it's no secret we inherited an offensive line that was six foot one, two hundred sixty-four pounds, and the signees average, I think, it's six foot five, two ninety-seven, or something like that. And uh, just length, um, size, all of those things, and then getting here at the mid-year was huge. Um, the two positions that are um, <clears throat> that you need to invest more time in to be able to play early offensive line and quarterbacks and we got six guys at those two positions here practicing with us um, we got another freshman Aquilo Stone at the defensive tackle position and then Jalen Huff is a great story in and of itself uh, he's a young man that came in here weighing mid 150s and he's up to I think 170 something 176 he came in here he bench pressed 185 pounds twice and when they tested him after eight weeks, he did it seven times, 225 pounds seven times. So I just think hats off to our strength staff and what they've done with our players. And, uh, you know, just excited about how we go about the next 14 practices of spring. Well, thank you guys. Thank, thank you, Coach. Thank you. Thank you.